Okay, good morning, Brian Knight. Good morning. Good morning. John North. Day one, here we are. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Here we are. God is good. God is good, ready for the journey. We have our walking sticks and our notepads and our Bibles. and uh, right. I'm very excited to uh, do this new segment here on Weightlifting Talk with you as we read the Bible all the way through, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. And uh, you're a great friend, very knowledgeable, and I'm very excited to do this with you. Well, good. Same here. It's an honor. I'm really, I'm really excited, you know. That God God put us uh, together on this track, and um, you as well are a friend. And 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 you know sometimes life intersects in in certain ways, and and great things come out. And this is one of them. I agree. I agree completely. Um, I just I feel that you know this show has a lot of subscribers and people that listen and. You know, of course, we we still have weightlifting talk, and we have masters with attitude, and all that good stuff. But I just thought it was important to, um, you know, bring people who want to come in with us, uh, reach mm-hmm. out to as many people as we can, and you know, study and live in the Word of God, and read the Bible together as a as a weightlifting community. You know, as a community, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing like uh, the Bible to bring us all together, right? And it's and some people won't, aren't familiar with the Bible, and this is a perfect opportunity for them to to mm-hmm. join along and, and as we start in Genesis and and start to read and find out the history of like the uh, how it all started, and, and then eventually, you know, what brought Jesus into the world and why we even believe in Jesus and why we even study the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it should all unfold, you know, pretty, um, pretty dramatically. Actually, the Bible's real dramatic. It's got lots of family problems and family successes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's pray. Yeah, let's do it. Sure, I'll begin. Father, we love you. We thank you for this wonderful time that we've you've uh, you've given us to come together and to share the Word of God with each other and with the world. And Lord, we thank you that. Um, this will be. This will change our lives and change others as they hear this and join with us, and it just will sweep over all the weightlifting community, and just go throughout the whole world and just give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Beautiful. All right, I'll let you do the honors, Brian. First chapter, and uh, all right. I'll do the second chapter, and we'll see if we can get three in, but getting two down on the sure. first day i think that's our plan right is maybe go two three possibly four per morning and i, I made it in a post that you know we want to do about 80 percent reading 20 percent talking just we really want to stay in the word and just read and you know maybe you know uh have mm-hmm. some conversations with some some people on the chat board and obviously me and you will will talk and you know discuss and and all that but i i, I really you know, as we spoke on the phone, I I really want to keep it pretty heavy, heavily in the reading. You know, I mean, Absolutely. we do a, we do a men's group, a men's Bible study on on Team Attitude Nation, and uh, we we do a chapter, and then it's just different. You know, we talk probably for yeah. a full hour. 
about the chapter or of God's word or longer or life and just some struggles that we go through with I mean it's a men's group which is mm-hmm. different so you know that that's going great we do that twice a week and I just absolutely love it and you know it's uh it's amazing uh, but this this is just different you know we're just we're going to go through at a very steady pace and we we hope um, a lot of people out there join us absolutely yeah exactly let's do you, everybody needs that group you know men women you need some people with you and uh so that's where this came out of like let's 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 share the word with everybody not just our group even though you know the the, the eight or ten men or more is so important yeah. you know for, yeah. for your life so well i think it's daunting too for some people when they when they look at the bible you know it's where do i start how do i read it where do i begin what does this mean yeah and, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what's great about us just grabbing a walking stick and going through together as a group here. Um, I would never do this without you. I want to make that very clear live on air. Um, I mean, you're a, you're a pastor. You, you've, you're you very knowledgeable. You, you've been in God's Word um, teaching for, you know, over a decade. You know, you've read the Bible all the way through multiple times. Uh, I'm, I'm still learning. I mean, I know we all are, of course. But uh, I would not take on this task by myself. I want to make that very clear. And I was actually hesitant to do this, to be honest with you. Right, um, right. You know, we talked about, I don't feel like I'm in a role to be necessarily, like, you know, teaching or, I don't know. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But mentally, I've, I've struggled with this, even though it's been on my heart to do it. Mm-hmm. But I would, not do, I would not do this by myself. Um, so the fact that, you know, you know, we're doing this together, and we've had this. I mean, we've been talking about this for what, Brian? About a month, two months now, right? It's or been, longer? It's been weeks. It's it's yeah. it's maybe been two months. Yeah, we started the conversation up, and yeah. you know, funny. I was, I, you know, it's been on my heart for a while. I've been, I was right on board. I was like, yes, I'm so glad you you said something, and um, and I'm glad to be, to be on this journey with you. It's that's it. That's it, man. We, you know, you remember Jesus sent people out in pairs, right? Mm-hmm. It's to get, it's to help each other, it's to give each other confidence. Everyone needs interesting, interesting. Someone else, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and this is exactly what what's happening here. So it's uh, it's good, it's good, really. Yeah, that is that's great. All right, well, let's start it off. We had our prayer, and we we kind of had a little intro here, and um, let's get to it. Let's go. All right, so if you're following along, Genesis chapter 1 in the New Living Translation. We That's are doing New Living. About real quick. Yeah. yeah I mean, read any one, right, Brian, but it might be a little easier with... Right. Um, and, and I guess we do the New Living just because uh, for our men's study, well, it's, it's just a little easier to mm-hmm. read, I think. It's for, Yeah, it's, it's friendlier to hear and, yeah. and, to, and to flow. You know, if you have King James, if you have, you know, NIV, whatever you, version you have, read along. If you don't, you know, the U version app, of course, is a great app to, to download on your yeah, phone. It's yeah. called, it's Y-O-U version. Hmm. So um, you can always get the Bible for free, or you can buy buy a Bible. Yeah. I love having the physical Bible. Oh, also. Me too. Me too. I have one right here. Yeah. Right in my hands. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, here we right, go, go, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your coffees. Let's do this. And Brian is going to start us off. Yeah, let me grab my coffee. Here we go. Cheers. Here we go. We can do this within two years. Within two years. The whole Bible. You ready, but oh, you ready, yeah. Brian? I'm, 
I'm ready. Now you get me jacked up. Now, uh, now you get me. That's it. Now you get me going Let's here. Go. We're gonna do this in a year and a half to two, and uh, here we are. Oh come on, we can get a PR. We can get a PR. Yeah, we can get faster than that. Um, and you know what we're gonna do too? You know what we're gonna do too? When we finish, we're gonna start over and do it again. Let's do it. And I'm all for that. It's, you know, it's funny. You don't. Did you, did you have steak? If you had steak yesterday, you know, what did you eat last night, John? Let me ask you. What was um, actually, we we did have uh, we had cube steak, corn, yeah, and green beans. My wife made an amazing kind of southern style dinner. Yeah. See, but that's the thing. You might have had that last night, but you're willing to have that tomorrow tonight also. Of course. It's just like yeah, it's just like the Bible. You have some of it today, but you you know what? It's fine to have more tomorrow because mm. you're not done eating. Mm. All right, every day. If you, right, don't, if you don't read, we'll be on here for two hours. So Genesis one, because <laughs> I got things to say. Yeah. I want to continue this. I know. I know. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, no. So. Yeah, okay, here we go. All right, here Genesis we go. One one. The, the account of creation. Uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and the darkness. was cover the deep waters and the spirit of god was hovering over the surface of the waters then god said let there be light and there was light god saw that the light was good then he separated light from the darkness and he called the light day and the darkness night and evening passed and morning came marking the first day the first day Verse 6, then god said let there let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called that space sky. Evening passed, and morning came, make marking second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters sea. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation. Every sort of seed-bearing plant and tree that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will produce and the kinds of plants and trees from which they come. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produce plants and trees of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, let, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the, in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, let the water swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and living thing, and every living thing that scurries 
and swarms in the water. And every sort of bird, every producing, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and let the fish fill the sea, and let the birds multiply of the earth, on the earth. Evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the, in, in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image, and in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reign over the fish in the sea, and the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry around the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made. He saw that it was very good. Evening passed and morning came. Marking the sixth day. Chapter two. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. You know, it's very cool how uh, it's like literally Genesis says, okay, here's what happened. Mm. All makes sense. Yeah. You know, just right off the bat, in the beginning, God. Well, I love it. I, we've talked about this before, Brian, and. And I, and I and I love saying this for the listeners out there too. They're tuning in, but if you if you truly believe the first sentence in the Bible, it's game over. Yeah, I mean, it really if, is. If you if you truly, with all your heart, believe the first sentence of the Bible, what is it says in the earth? Yeah. Oh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God can do anything. Checkmate. Yeah, checkmate. God can do anything. God can do all. He's almighty. He's all powerful. Nothing he can't do. There's, you know, there's, there's skeptics out there and people say, how, how could God do this? And how can he do that? And, you know, Joe Rogan saying, how can he get the animals in one boat? And, you know, our human brains, our flesh, we're humans. We're trying to, uh, figure out God and, and we're, we're saying, Mm -hmm. oh no, he can't do that. And then things like that. And, you know, any anytime somebody that just questions or doesn't believe or says no way, um, it just goes all the way back to the first sentence in the Bible. Period. If God you, in the yeah, beginning. In the beginning. God created. It's 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 really it is interesting how we people do this all the time. Me, you, everybody in our own way sometimes. Sometimes more we create 
our own God. And we say, oh, God can't do that because I can't imagine God doing oh, that. Oh, right. That's interesting. You know? I, God can't do that, you know, because I can't do that. Or I can't fathom how God could be outside of time, space, and matter. So it's, it's you know, it's silly, yet people get stuck in that little circle like, oh, I'm going to create my own God because there's no way he could allow suffering or there's no way he could do this. But he's God. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's a creator of all yeah. things. You know, and we don't understand, you know. We don't, we, you know, we, we, we try... We try to figure it out, and I think that sometimes that uh, you just have to you have to have faith. You know, I mean, all the time you have to have faith. But you're so right. We, we as humans think that we must know the answer, and it must make sense for uh, for mm-hmm. us to to believe. Um, so we just have to remember that we're humans. And I think that's the I think that's the number one problem with humans is we think that we're uh, not humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, you know. But you know, it's you know, you bring up faith. Uh, have to have faith. Sure, you do. But you know, in the real world, I say the real world, not the spiritual world. You, I have to have faith, or you have to have faith in your wife. Mm. She has to have faith in you. Mm. All the time. I have to have faith in you. I have to have faith in my friends. That they're going to treat me well. That they're going to help me when I need to. That they're going to do good. Or people, you don't interact with people when you're just full of fear. Or you don't have faith in them. So, it's not a foreign concept. Right? This whole idea about faith. It's, it's uh, we believe in God because we have faith. His word says it. Just like I believe in, in my wife that she's going to... I believe that she's going to love me and continue to, to be yeah, good to the family right. and so on. I kind of view it as we read here as, you know, I let the Bible shape my heart. I let it change my heart. I don't try to change yeah. the Bible. I don't try to maneuver the Bible. Um, that's what I love that we're just mm-hmm. reading. We're just reading in, in ink right here. And we're mm-hmm. going to discuss for the next two years with you guys listening. Um, I don't want to change anything or manipulate anything or twist anything or you know uh try to make the bible fit my lifestyle and my narrative i want the bible to change my heart and i think i think that is is i think that is something that you need to you need to do rather than try to change it so i I have a question that's a go ahead yeah go ahead yeah no No, that's a great stance that's a great stance that's really like what what that's what that's what like softens your heart and that's what what how, how you know you're like a piece of clay the, the scripture says you can become what he has made you like yeah. by you just letting it do its work well we were talking Brian about how many people out there kind of just yeah, I don't like that skip over that I don't like this one I'm not going to read this one um, mm-hmm. don't like this definitely not going to follow that uh, oh I do like this and it's like you know, yep. uh, well wait a minute <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I love how you talk about the Bible of God's word and um, period period and I, I, I actually have told you this too I don't even like the. I don't even like calling them books you know this book this book I I understand it, but to me, to me, it's like uh, uh, it's like Godfather one, two, and three. It's just one movie. <laughs> it's just, it's a, one movie. It's one. It's it's one book. Uh, I have a question for you. It's interesting 
for some, and this is what I love. I, I, I have not read the Bible all the way through. I, a lot of people know that I, I go to Athe Greek, the church I go to, and Pastor Brett uh, goes verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, he goes all the way through like this. And so big shout out to my, my church, Athe and Brett, and obviously kind of what inspired this this method here. And um, But Brian, I, I didn't catch this. Because I have read Genesis multiple times, and it is interesting when you when you read, and you always, of course, are learning and catching new things. But you know, right. we always think about when God said uh, about the humans multiplying. You know, multiply. Um, mm-hmm. but it says it about the animals too. Now, let me ask you a question: Is he kind of just speaking out loud, or is he actually talking? to the animals, like the animals could actually understand and hear him. Basically, can animals hear God? Mm. Well, I, I would I would think that if God knows all languages, right, because he's not going to just be in English. He wasn't, you know, English wasn't until years and years later. So God knows all ang- languages, Yeah, and he created humans. It just logically, you'd think, of course, he created animals, mm. um, and, and they have a language of their own, and maybe we don't know it, and we don't need to know it, you know. But I'm sure they think, right? They have to think they're they're sentient beings, right? They have their own mindset. They run off when they get scared. They run around when they get hungry. They fly around when they're hungry. So yeah, of course he can. Of course he can talk to them. In fact. He used animals, and we'll find that one as we go through the word, to do his, his, his will. Like, he sent food to a prophet, right? He, he, uh, he sent animals um, mm. all around. So he definitely, you right, know, right. he definitely, not to mention, God uses his words, right? And as we, as we get through this whole thing, it'll, it, I mean, the whole scripture is full of it. Your words are, are creative, Mm-hmm. And they, they, they send out, right? They send out actions and they send out um, the power of God because that's how he created us. So he uses that. I think fully he used that situation and he spoke what their what their roles were. He spoke what our roles were. And it, cre- it started that process. Mm-hmm. You know, when God said, let there be light, light was. It started the process, and now light began to do what it's supposed to do because God had started it with His word. Mm. Same thing with the animals, right? Yeah, because here, here it says, then, then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Exactly. He blessed them. And in that blessing, we don't fully know what happened, but that blessing, it was everything in that blessing. Mm-hmm. It was everything that they needed to multiply, to be fruitful, to grow, to to in their DNA, to have a small beak when they needed, a short, a big beak when they needed, waterproof feathers when they needed, light feathers, everything. It's amazing. In that word was all that they needed forever. Mm-hmm. Same thing with us. Yeah. It's also interesting, too, that God created the... Uh, obviously, heavens and the earth here. He created light and darkness. Mm-hmm. He created animals and uh, what else? Did he do plants yet? I don't think so. Well, he said he said the trees, the oh, food. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Seeds. so and then humans. 
Adam and Eve. Yeah. It, it wasn't like, okay, humans, you come first, and then I'm going to create all this after you. We were kind of a little bit late in the order here. We're, we're, how do you take that and but why do you think we? that is? But were we? Were okay. we late? Interesting. So let me ask you this. Okay. So this is goes against the human, the humanist uh, style thinking or the atheist style thinking. Of course, the Bible does. But was he not preparing a place for humans mm. where we had sun, light, day, sleep, availability for sleep for in the dark? We have things to eat, things that reproduce, companions like animals. So it was a preparation, right? This is this amazing place I'm going to create. For my men and my women. Because these people are going to have my spirit and my likeness, just like us. So it was almost a preparation. That's the way I see it. Mm. Right? Everything was prepared. Yeah, that's what it is. And then he sat, he sat men in the garden, men and women, and said, here we go. Right. Just enjoy. That is interesting. Yeah, that's so true. And then also, but there was no water yet. There was no water yet. A lot of people don't realize that water was not on Earth, or was it? Well, well. If, let's look back. I'm glad that I'm able to see you. By the way, unlike my normal yeah, weightlifting yeah. talk, I, I could see you when I say something. You, I'm like, wait a minute, John, hold on. Is that true? <laughs> wait a minute. What's Brian have to say Are here? Sure. I'm Ron yeah, Burgundy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so, yeah, no, no, it says right here, it says, uh, verse 9, God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one oh, place. Oh, I'm sorry, it w- there was no rain. Right, no okay. rain. Okay, the flood, okay, sorry. No, no rain. Right. And you find out later, mist comes out of the ground every evening to water the, the, the trees and the ground and everything, but yes, no rain. Okay. No rain. But there was water. In fact, the first, the first, uh, yeah, I know, we won't stay on this too long, but some people, there's some scientists out there, some Christian some believers, right, who have, who have, who have, um, scientists who've come up with an idea of how it actually happened that God created this ball of water, and water started it all. And from that, you know, and it says right there, the earth was formless and empty and covered the deep waters. Darkness covered the deep waters. So it's like this giant ball of water was all created, and then from that moment, the earth sprung up, and mm-hmm. everything comes from water, you know? We're all water, so. Yeah. Anyway. I love it. Okay, I'll read chapter two. We'll get two chapters yeah, down this good. morning. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I thought too, Brian, that maybe once a week or every so often, we'll put it that way for now, we can just do a show where we recap what we've read so far. Mm-hmm. We could do like a recap Absolutely. show, which I think would be pretty cool. Just be like, okay, guys, you know, we're on chapter nine. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about one through nine as a big group here, and then we'll continue on. I think that'd be cool. Um, okay, so I'm not the best reader. I want uh, <laughs> to make that clear to everybody. So, especially when it comes to the Bible, you know. I, so I'll, I'll do my best here. Let me get my mic all situated, and hopefully, people can kind of work with me here. Let's see, you'll do great. Okay. Okay. All right, chapter 2. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work 
of creation. So he rested. Turn the page here. Rested from all his work, and God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. The man and woman in Eden. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth, for the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the, breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden, and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pishon, flowed around the entire land of Havalah, where where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure, a romantic, resigned, and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch, called the Gihon, flowed around the entire land of Cush. The third branch, called the Tigris, flowed east of the land of Ashur. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. Euphrates. Mm -hmm. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God wanted him. You. Okay, I'm sorry. But the Lord God warned him You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Then the Lord God said, It is good. Um, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals. I'm sorry, hold on one sec. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave them, he gave names to all of the livestock, all of the birds in the sky, and all of the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, 
This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. Chapter 3. Mm-hmm. All right, how we were created. I love it. Yeah. I, I love how clear. It's pretty clear, right? Crystal clear. Mm-hmm. God created a man and woman together. He pulled the woman out of the man. And he's just straightforward, right? This is bone of my bone. She's called woman because she was taken from a man. Yeah. Just it's just it's just clear, straight, straightforward. It's, you know, as I was just thinking, you know, if you know, people call the Bible archaic and, you know, it's not in for this time and, you know, things change in our world and, and why should we listen to it? It's really straight it's not, there's nothing weird about it. People just don't know what it says. They don't listen. They don't read it. And that's why I love what we're doing here. We're just reading it. And we're just saying, letting it tell us mm. what how things are. That's true. Yeah, it's a wonderful it's, thing. I love that. Thing. Yeah, it's very, it's a, uh, yeah, from the rib, flesh of my flesh, bone of my mm-hmm. bone, right? says that's right bone for yeah, bone from my bone yeah it's that's yeah, it's, pretty cool it's amazing yeah it really is the first surgery yeah right there you know well and so the, and, I, and i also think that this is god's plan correct me if i'm wrong brian god does things for us to to, to read now and use as an example. God could have just created man and woman at the same time. God could do a lot of things an easier route, you would think. You know, you could sit here and say, well, why didn't God just create a man and a woman if, you know, if he knows the plan and, and he's God and, and why does he need to do the rib and all this? And I mean, this is that's one example out of many in the Bible of why can't just God just do it? Mm-hmm. Well, right. A, don't question God. B, remember we're humans and we don't understand why. We must have faith. I think C, it's an example for us as we read today. He's doing it for a reason. Um, well, there's a plan. There's a reason, well, right? I mean, you know what I mean, Brian? I think we just like what God didn't make this earth like mm-hmm. just we're just a bunch of happy robots and everything's perfect and um, wazam, okay? You know, it's there's 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 a process, and and also isn't it interesting that God's Almighty, but He does a pretty kind of they're pretty they're human processes. I mean, of course, He does yeah. things that are not the humans can't do and understand, of course, but for the most part, it's a lot of you know, human type situations where God doesn't need to do that. God, God I, 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 maybe I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but I feel like he could be more, he's not being 
like sci-fi and 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 using his powers to mm-hmm. make things very just everything supernatural right? so supernatural like some 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 sci-fi mm-hmm. movie he's or some sci-fi book yeah, like the so. dune or something it's very very humanistic no it's methodical right he he, he plans it out so 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 intricate so that you know it shows us things it, it teaches us things and then it goes in its own course he's real like as we read through here you know and you, we we can testify of our own lives and how god is in and out and he's always there but yet he's not overbearing right he doesn't control adam and eve right he allows them to do what they what they want to do really he instructs them but he creates Adam a certain way, and then he creates Eve a certain way, and then he explains it later on, and it unfolds, and, and we have that example now to show, like, when a, a husband and a wife come together, they literally become one flesh, and spiritually they become one, and then they create offspring just like God created, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, he definitely does things very very natural he lets lets it naturally proceed right and and grow and, and i'm with you there you you said it well plus he doesn't he's not overbearing he's not a, he's not an overbearing you do it my way mm-hmm. you have to do it my way or i'm going to wipe you off the earth right and there's a, there, well, right it, off the bat in this he we he we have free will you could see he told adam mm-hmm. he told adam you know here you go watch this garden here you are don't do this, but yeah. Adam has the free will right off the bat. Second yeah. one, second one, day one, the start of everything to not listen to God, but he also has the free will to listen to God. Exactly. Exactly. The first, the first time that we have the ability to choose our own path or God's path right from day one. Right. Amazing. That's a good, that's a great example. And, you know, we find out what happens. He doesn't choose day one. He doesn't choose to follow the whole time. But he brings him back in and he always makes a way. But he wants man to do what, he wants man to, and it's the beauty of it. Why does he, why would, you said it, John, he doesn't create robots. Yeah. Why would God want to create a robot? He wants you and I, and he wanted Adam and Eve and their kids. He wanted them to freely choose him. Because he, the, for his goodness, mm. you know, in Second Corinthians it says that it's the goodness of God that brings us to Jesus or brings us to the Father. Yeah, and that's what he's doing here. He's like, look, I created this wonderful place for you, Adam, and I created all these things for you. I love you. I want to take care of you. Mm. I want you to take care of the earth. Just don't do this, right? This is my situation, you know, mm-hmm. and. uh Anyway, it you know it doesn't say this exactly in there, but if you think about it, Adam, that was God's tree, and Adam could have asked to take part of that tree, but he didn't. Hmm. He could have gone to God and said, "Okay, Lord, explain this. What is this tree? I want to understand more." But anyway, it's that's that's a tangent we can get off of. Yeah, but um, God's not the the tyrant in the sky trying to, you know, hold you back. He's the guy who's trying to push you forward and give you all opportunity. It's mm-hmm. so a matter of perspective. Well, and, it, you know, I like to say this line a lot. You know, a lot of people say, well, 
it's a free will of God's plan, you know, and they're in there. They say it so sharply, like they want to know the answer, you know, mm-hmm. like, like they can just go to Google. They can just go to Google and just type it in. You know? <laughs> like, people, like when someone asks me that, you know, like we're, we're having a discussion like this. And, okay, John, you know, they're so defiant, right? They're so, mm-hmm. they have their shield up already. Rather than just right. laying your shield down and letting the Bible change your heart. Oh, yeah. They, to be a, willing. There's a shield up right off the bat. Exactly. Why? Yeah. Well, tell me this, John. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's it. Are you willing to be corrected? Mm. Right? Or are you? do you already know? And if you already know, why are you studying? Yeah. But if you're willing to be corrected, God in the Word will lovingly, gently correct you. Yeah, absolutely. I love that, Brian. That's so well said. In, in my answer um, to somebody that asked me, well, geez, John, is it free will or God's plan? And my answer is yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I love saying that because it, you know, it just no. It's, it's both. both. It's both. It's yes. The answer is yes. What well, uh, you know? Let's praise the Lord. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. well. How? Okay. Well. Okay. First of all, we're humans, and you know, yeah. there's and you know, you got to remember too. It's kind of like um, what God doesn't talk about in the Bible, it's like aliens big. or out, you know, outer space, other planets. Mm-hmm. Um, do dogs do animals go to heaven um, there's some questions that just and it, and it even says I don't know where Brian but it even says somewhere in the Bible that there's there's things that God doesn't say to us and doesn't let us know of course I mean there's so much that we don't know and because he doesn't want us to know right this is this is not uh, here is the manual of everything. This is the manual I mean, of faith and the manual of how to live life and the, mm-hmm. the man. You know, there's this is a manual of many things, of course, but it's not a tell-all because there's things that God doesn't want us to know and doesn't say to us. And mm-hmm. you know, I think that as we sit here and like try to take this, uh, try to to to, to, right. to know and understand everything, well, we're not supposed to. And I think people need to understand that. Yeah, they do. That's a good. That's a good point. It's not the manual of everything. You know, it, if it was, everything would be written down. It's Jesus. Uh, I think John. I think it's in John, the first book in uh, the fourth book in the New Testament. John, he, he says, if Jesus, if we wrote down every word and every good thing that Jesus said, it would take up every book on the whole earth and fill it. Hmm. Right. So no, it's not a manual of all things everywhere. It's a covenant book. This is a book about God's covenant, His ways, the way to do things, the good ways to do things, the bad ways to do things, and how to how to be blessed. And when you're blessed, you're blessing others. That's how it works, mm-hmm. right? Remember, He tells Adam and Eve, "Be fruitful, and multiply." Well, that doesn't mean right. That's only for you and Adam. Adam, that's only for you and Eve. You and Eve are just going to be only blessed, and only you in the garden are going to enjoy your life and and go on and on. That's what people would like to feel like right now, right? In this day and age, they would just, what they can accomplish, what they can grow for themselves. But no, Adam, the whole concept is you be blessed so you can prosper the world. And later on, he tells that to Abraham. Prosper the whole world, and here's how you do it. This book will teach you how to be prosperous and bless the whole world. Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's not an everyday, every 
every question answered and and you know oh this, this isn't google right google wants to be every literally google wants to be god for the world but the, but google is not god the holy spirit is here now to teach us all things and to guide us into all the truth right mm-hmm. so that's where we get at every answer but yeah you said it man this is the word is it's a uh, it's just our instructions you know it's it's our baseline it's our it's our truth. It's the truth that we follow to lead us into the whole world, you know. But we still got situations to deal with. Well, like I said, it's, you know, the, the, the way I look at it is that, you know, when, when tough times come about and bad things happen, you know, it's just that's the, that's the black drop, you know, behind the diamond, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, and that's, Yes, it that's, is. That's Jesus, you know, and that's the the diamond is Jesus, and um, mm-hmm. the diamond is is God, you know. Of course, one and the same, and and you know the sometimes it's the 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 black drop of everything not being a perfect world, you know. That diamond just wouldn't shine as bright as when you go to the jeweler, you know, and you look at a diamond, they put it on that black backdrop they don't put it on a white backdrop it doesn't it, it doesn't show its true beauty mm-hmm. you know you can't see the details of that diamond on a white backdrop you know if everything was perfect what would be if you never missed lifts in weightlifting mm-hmm. and you didn't have to just train your 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 tushy off for those prs and those those totals in a competition and yep. it just and everybody could just throw heavy weight over their head effortlessly. Well, what's the value in the excitement and the happiness of lifting big weight? There is none because everyone's none. doing it and it's easy. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you, I mean, you said it. You when you grab that bar, you know, I've been weightlifting for a while. I know when you hit the bar with your hands and that split second before you start the pull. I mean, you have to know that you're going to hit this lift. Because if not, you're going to miss it. Maybe, maybe not. But there's that excitement. There's that anxiety. There's that yeah. that rush of, oh, here we go. But isn't it interesting that we're willing in weightlifting to go through pain, suffering, um, aches and pains, um, taking time out of, of your day, investing money, you know, literally, you're you're spending and you're 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 spending money to do weightlifting right. as far as traveling and competitions, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going through the dark, you know, to because you believe in the process, you believe in the light, you believe in the outcome of of the sport of weightlifting. Oh, this is good. Um, mm-hmm. Why can't we do the same with God? You know, Man, and, John. And, and that's you know, I have people that say, well. You know, why isn't everything good? Why do bad things happen and all that? And it's like, well, why do bad things happen in weightlifting and you still do it? You you yeah. voluntarily do weightlifting. And yeah. I would say weightlifting is 80%, uh, 90% extremely difficult and painful and 10% rewarding. <laughs> but, but you yeah. do weightlifting. Well, that's oh, life, man. baby. That's life. That's life. You know what? That is so. That's the thought of the the month or the year here. We we fail and fail and fail in weightlifting. And what do we do? We wake up in the morning, 
and we get back our shoes, we drive to the gym, tie those shoes together, or put them on, yeah. lace them up, and do it again. Because we love it, and we believe that one more kilo is going to go over our head. Yeah, One kilo! And yet, we get mad when things don't go our way, cause, and we blame God. Right. No, man, that's such a great point. Man, that's good. You know, William, Will Hawkinson's on the chat board here, and he says, you know, he tore his UCL, UCL and um, he's on the road to recovery, and he's training hard, and shoot, you know, he's ready to continue to train hard with the possibility of, doing, you know, getting injured again. You know, we will yeah, fall on our right. face. It is not easy. We will fall on our face. We, we will have hard times in our life. And, and and horrible things will happen. But remember, we are looking at quote-unquote bad things in a human's um, eyeballs. Now, what I mean by that, example. The other day, I, I got teary-eyed. Like, I truly got emotional. Like, I, I think I had, I mean, I had tears in my eyes, and I, I had to take, like, a solid 30 minutes of of some 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 me time when uh, DMX died. Mm-hmm. It was rough for me, man. I, I, I grew up with DMX. He got me through so many tough times and he was like my, one of my best friends growing up, you know, as far as musically, like I listened to him all the time. And so when he wow. died, when he, you know, when he died, it's just like, wow, like I, I grew up with this guy. I know this guy, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been on his journey too, in and out of, in and out of prison and his, his battle with drugs, but then, you know, his walk with the Lord and him being saved and being a Christian. And he even became uh, a pastor and started preaching and got involved in the church, you know. And, but then, of course, he would fall and then drugs and then back to jail and then out. And then he just lived a tough life. You know, his his upbringing was was tragic. Foster homes. Yeah. If you really look at, um, if you read a few books and look into DMX's upbringing, it's he had a horrible life and it's sometimes it's even though he's a grown-up sometimes it's hard to it's hard to blame it's hard to judge and blame a man you know um and but then it hit me i was like wait a minute why am i sad right now this man who's been struggling and had a tough life mm-hmm. and battling and fighting Man, why am I sad? This man has eternal life. Yeah. This man is at the hand of, next to God and has eternal life. That's good. Why are we not? Why am I not celebrating? Yes. Right now. But we look at life. You know, somebody could look at that when they see a post on Instagram that DMX died and say, man, this, this world sucks. They sure can. There's so much bad things. This is just another bad thing about life. Wait a minute. Bad or an amazing thing? The the, amazing. the the best you know, we're you know, as Christians, we're you know, we're visitors on this earth. You know, we're just visiting. This is not our home. You know, and That's and, it. and and I give credit to my my pastor, Pastor Brett, for that. I, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> cop things, but he he made that point last month, and it hit me, mm-hmm. you know, hard. I said, "Holy smokes, you're right. We're just visitors here on this earth. This is this is this is not our home." Yeah, yeah. That's what God told Abraham. 
that you are just a sojourner, as the new the King James says. You're looking for a land, you know, that's not your home, but God gave you. Our home is heaven. It's eternity with God. And one day it'll be back on the earth, but, man, that's great. That's a great point. You know, Paul said the same thing in the New Testament. He said, encourage yourself and others with the fact that heaven is your home. Think on things that are above. Think on the, the things that, that, are, that are in heaven. And that will encourage you to move on. Encourage you to move forward and to slaughter the enemy and to take back what he's stolen and, yeah. and to by loving people. That's so well so well said, John. No, oh, well, you as well. Loving people. I DMX. love DMX. DMX, man, that he was he was a man, he, he was his rap was harsh. It just got right to your heart, didn't it? It, it really truly hits you, but you know something I loved about DMX too was that he was just so he was so real, like you felt him through mm-hmm. his good times and his bad times and his you know mm-hmm. his ups in lives and his down in lives. He was he was um, very organic. You yeah, know, there was nothing would... fake. It's like you you knew him. Like DMX would just knock on my door and I wouldn't even. I'd be like, Hey, D, what's up, man? Come on in. Like I just like you, you like you just. There's people out there where you just feel you like you know, you know what I mean? Or yeah. you know, oh, like yeah. if, like let's say like a guy like uh, since we're just talking rappers, you know, like if Fifty Cent knocked on my door. As my, you know, I grew up listening to Fifty to a most part toward you know toward the end of high school, but I, I really wouldn't know him, right? There's like there's there's mm-hmm. there's walls up. There's different personalities. Like I'm like I don't I don't really know how to like take this guy, you know. But with DMX answer the door, I'd be like an old friend. Like I just, what's up, D? Come on in, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. You know, there's people out there like that, and that are super authentic, and 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 also that let their wall down, and then are are um, are open about themselves completely. Of I'm just, you know, this is who I am, and DMX is one of those guys. I think that's what was so cool about him. Refreshing. It's very attractive. To love, to be around that, you know, it's like, gosh, it's we're in a we're in like a world right now of fake, you know, non-transparent, like a show. All these entertainers, what's real, what's not real, and uh, that's that's a great point about DMX, and I miss that. There's not a lot of people like that mm. nowadays. You know, that's one thing about that's why that's one thing that's attracted me to you and and uh, some of my friends that just authentic transparent people like i'm not hiding anything why, why are you hiding anything are you hiding mm-hmm. something no that's, that's a that's a that's a that's a terrible life a life of just like living in a in a in a lie you know and one lie to the next and one grand story to the next you know we both know people like that and it's just a tough yeah that's a downfall well we're only on this planet for a very short time and let's love everybody and Praise God and live for Him. We're here for Amen. Him. He's not here for us. I think that's another big thing that people uh, don't really fully understand. But uh, it's all about love, baby, and it's all about uh, you know eternal life, man, and just you know being here and praising the good Lord. So we'll wrap it up. We're fifty-five minutes in. Our goal was to do it in forty-five minutes, so we're just a little bit over. Thank you, William, for jumping on chapter one and two, Genesis. We did two chapters, yeah. Brian. That's good. I, I don't know. After the first one, we started talking. I'm like, I don't know if we're going to get to two, but we did, we did two. Oh, that's good. We got to stay on track next week. 
get three or four like tomorrow or tomorrow I mean, this, tomorrow yeah so if you're listening this is going to be uh, a monday through saturday thing this was kind of a sunday thing i mean i guess every once in a while we can do a sunday but for the most part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um monday through saturday we're going to try to keep it you know 40 45 minutes read a chapter or two talk and just keep moving in a steady pace um yeah and that's kind of the format here uh weightlifting talk of course is Still going to happen and all that, but this is just a segment that we find, uh, you know, important to do. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I guess I'll, I'll pray it out, Brian. Do it. All right, dear Lord, thank you so much for, for bringing us together, uh, me and Brian and everybody listening. Um, everything uh, good in our lives is from you, and we appreciate it. And we're blessed and we're grateful. And, you know, we. Uh, we understand that life can be tough, and uh, but we have we have faith in you, and we love you, and you know everything everything that we have good. Our kids, our family, uh, we're just so we're so grateful for. Um, thank you for your word, this Bible, from the first word to the last. Uh, we believe every word of the Bible. We look forward to studying your word and living your word and living a biblical life and praising you daily uh, in a world that is completely um, very full of uh, human opinion. Uh, We just want yours. That's it. We just want yours. So thank you. God bless. And um, give us strength to do this every morning, uh, to spark up this podcast and to read your word and study. And uh, we pray that you you touch lives across the world that come into this this podcast as well and, and read with us. We just want to touch a lot of people and and read with people. So we, we pray that we can uh, we can bring some people together here. So and amen. Yes, amen. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm honored. It was a great first first uh, episode. Yeah, that was fun. Absolutely, I think it was it was great. We'll get to uh, three and four tomorrow, and uh, I'll see you back in the morning, Brian. Sounds great. All right, thanks, guys. Happy Sunday.